Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. You hear that? It sounds kind of muffled. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome, everyone. I hope my day is going well. There's some things I want to say before I start this lesson. Well, first I want to say we are currently in the book of Judges and we are on um, number four, I want to say, probably four, probably four, hold on, let me find out what we're on. Okay, we're on um, lesson number five of the book of Judges. Now, um, as we keep moving forward, we will um, count all the judges that there was. Um, as you know, by now, we are on the fifth um, lesson of judges, and there has been several judges. And I don't mean seven. Seven doesn't mean several. Several means multiple. So um, we understand that the children of Israel have not listened to anybody. I don't care who the most high sends. They'll listen for a time and then they turn around and show their behinds. And this is how it's going to go throughout the whole Bible. Now, why is this important? Because I already told you, everything is relevant. Everything is relevant. And for them not listening, the world revolves in a circle. The people do the same thing. They revolve in a circle. Same dysfunction, different progeny. So we understand that it's a spirit. If the people, the set-apart branches are doing this and their children is doing it and their children's children is doing it and their children's children's children is doing it and so on, we understand that. It's a spirit. I want to bring you back to Adam and Eve. When Adam gave his power away to the devil, spirits came rushing in, all kinds of spirits, jealousy, envy, all kinds of stuff came rushing in here and they never left. So the spirit is moving through the people. I'm not even talking about the Gentiles and the heathens. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about the children of Israel. The spirit is moving in them too. How do we um, know that? More proof is the most high sex that you keep um, going to them. I'm going to send you a strong delusion. These are spirits. When I talk about spirits, when I talk about the devil, when I talk about people, everything is relevant because spirits get into people. Spirits can, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, uh, prompt people to do things and spirits can um, manipulate and uh, my husband's here <laughs> um, spirits can manipulate people 
by talking to them constantly, when they start, when you start listening to them, that's when they got you. I keep reading that. It's an apocalypse of Abraham. And they could possess you. They can possess you. So this is why the children of Israel continue to show their behinds. Now, you may think, um, okay, well, if the children of Israel is showing their behinds and it's a spirit, well, why won't the Most High just get rid of the spirit? Because there's a time when that will happen. I need you to pay attention, like I always say. When um, Adam gave his free, he took his free will, like his choice, free will is choice, and he gave it to the devil. He said, well, all right, I'm going to take all my power. I'm going to give it to the devil. The devil took it and is wheeling his power until his end. That's why the scriptures say the devil is roaming around like a lion seeking who he may devour because he knows his time is short. He knows. He knows much more than the humans know because he came from heaven. So he already knows how it works. He already knows that he got a short time. He knows all of this. This is why he's wreaking havoc. And it's a countdown now because our lives, human life is between the 11 and the 12 of the clock. Because after that 6,000 years, the most high uh, as Yeshua is coming down here. Because remember, he reigns for a thousand years. And then the eighth, um, see, I can't, oh, yeah, I can't explain to you what's going to happen because I need to talk about mysteries. This is why I say I want to talk about mysteries with you. Because the mystery of the clock between the 11 and the 12, when it um, strikes 12, then all hell is going to break loose. But then I got to I got to go into the numbers the spiritual numbers, the seven, the eight, the three, the four. I got to go into that. But I can't go into that because I'll be too high over your head to talk about that. But I will say this. After that clock strikes 12, Yeshua comes down here and the battle begins. Okay? That's how it goes down. We don't know where we are between 11 and the 12 because there's notches, little notches. If you go on a clock, there's little notches in between 11 and the 12. We don't know where we are between that 11 and the 12, but we know by 11 and 12, we we somewhere in that middle. That's where we are. Uh, another piece of proof is in the book of Adam and Eve or the Cave of Treasures, can't remember which one, the Most High said, in five and a half days, I'm gonna come and get you, Adam. I'm gonna come and get you. Yahshua was born, who is Yah in the flesh, came down there was crucified. He They crucified the flesh. So the spirit went down there and got all the ancestors and brought them back up. That was five and a half days, according to the most high, which was five and a half thousand years. Okay. Oh, honey, honey, honey. Okay. I wish we could sit here and just vibe about it, but you're not ready yet. You're not ready. So that leads me back to um, lesson number five, that the children are showing their behinds. I already told you that um, they will continue to do that because evil is still abounding. That's why. They don't even know why. And a lot of people don't know why they be evil. And this is in the New Testament too. I think Shaul was talking about it. You don't know why you be evil. You don't want to be, but you just keep doing it because your eyes are closed and your ears are waxed shut. I mean, it goes deep. This rabbit hole goes deep down deep into the core that's where it goes 
So I'm going to need you to open up your spiritual eyes or absorb what I'm going to say in regard to the book of Judges because no matter how much the Most High runs and save this hoe that is Israel, they're going to keep showing their behind and keep running to people that hate them. Mm -hmm. I already told you Israel's a hoe. Most High say Israel's a hoe. And he's going to dig her face in the ground and then he's going to pick her up, dust her off, and treat her like a proper lady later. Yeah. But since she wants to be that hoe, I already told you the Most High is going to give you everything you want, even if you're not supposed to have it. Oh, yeah. The Most High is going to give it to you. That's number one. Number two, I um, when I listen to my messages, a lot of times they're clear. But I feel like when I got this new um, screen and the new speakers, it sounds kind of muffled. So I will continue to do it. And if if it sounds really bad, please let somebody let me know. If you can't hear me, then I will change the speakers because that's where the mics are. Um, I don't know. I just thought that um, if I get a new monitor with the camera connected and all this other stuff, it will be good. But I'm listening to it myself and I'm saying, wow, it doesn't sound as good as it was before. And I know I was going in and out because I was moving and it probably still does that because I do have to move. I can't stay stationary. So I want you to know that. Um, I can hear myself, but I just, I don't like what it sounds like. It doesn't sound as clear as the other um, lessons. Um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, I don't know. It seems like when you get new stuff, it just, I don't know. Anyway, we're, we're doing the best we can. <laughs> As far as that, uh, um, another thing I want to say is um, about the videos. I'm still working on the videos. I am still working on uploading videos, but I have to, like I said, um, put a copyright disclaimer there. Um, there's some videos I want you to see that is imperative. And I feel like... Um, those who are listening to me are connected to the videos because there's some videos I want you to see. But I told you before that I couldn't upload the video without a copyright because I don't want people to sue me or say that I stole anything. But I am hearing because I do listen to some people on YouTube. I mean, always listen to them, love their teachings, love all of that. But I do not want to disrespect anybody. And um, I just heard that, you know, um, they they welcome people uploading it. So at some point, I will be uploading it in 2023. Those other videos, I will just um, let you hear them because I'm still trying to figure out how to upload the disclaimer. Even if I have to type it in, I don't, I don't know. I'll play with it later on to try to figure it out. Um, but you will be getting those videos in 2023. It's going to be very intense in 2023 because I'm going to be uploading all kinds of stuff. And I need you to understand what's going on. And I'm everything that I upload is relevant because everything is relevant. Everything goes into everything else. It's like a river. The, um, the creeks go into the lakes, go into the um, rivers, go into the seas, go into the oceans. It's all connected. So everything that I give you has something to do 
with prophecy has something to do with the most high. It has something to do with people, their actions, their thoughts, and the devil. Everything that I give you. You know, if I'm giving you something about how to eat right, it's nourishing the body of the children of Israel and the second flock. If I give you small things, you know, just anything about happiness or whatever, it's about your peace of mind, your soul moving forward to be more at peace because Yeshua said, I'm going to give you my peace. So you got to learn all these little things are connected, all of them. So if I'm talking about people, if I'm talking about places, things, the devil, the most high, all of that is all relevant. So understand that even interpersonal relationships and all of this stuff, levels of um, the heavens, it's all relevant. Everything is relevant. So that's my spiel for that. Now we are in um, the book of Judges. Um, we are in um, lesson number five. And it is, I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Bible. Um, I already told you I read from the Amplified because it's regular words. Um, when something is really important, I will go to the CIFA so that you'll see. And I also told you that certain words have changed, which changes the whole trajectory of what's being um, taught or what you understand. And that's why I will keep going back and forth to different Bibles, because one word can change something. How does the devil fool the world? By it, The devil could fool the world by one letter missing. By that J, the devil could fool the world. By um, um, the Latin books, the devil fools the world. Okay, all right. By that I taking out a I mean a mean, the devil's fooling the world because amen means you uh, salute and I'm a rock and a mean means let it be so in Hebrew. I mean everything is relevant, like I said. So let's move on. We are doing now 13, 14, and fifteen. This is chapter. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, lesson number five. And we're going to move on. Okay. Now, as I said, children of Israel keep going back and forth when the judges are judging them. And, uh, well, they're correcting them. Okay. Because the nonsense they're doing, they come in and they're correcting them. And then they're um, battling the heathen nations. Okay, and then after they do that, it's a peace for a little while, and then the children of Israel go right back to being a hub. And this is the problem. The Most High is sick of them, and you will see as we move on that the Most High is going to say, oh, I'm sick of y'all. That's why I'm going to go to a fool's nation. Oh, yeah, that's going to come. That's going to come in time. I'm just letting you know, because the Most High has, he's long-suffering. He's patient. Oh, yeah, he's very patient, because if he wasn't, we wouldn't be here. He is hella patient. So that's what I want you to know. Most I just sitting there shaking his head going, my children, I'm just going to let whatever happens, happens to them because see, they're not listening to me. And that's what the Most High said. So let's move on. Okay. Now, 13 and 1 says, um, Yasharel is delivered into the hands of the Philistines. Yeah. These nations won't stop, honey. The nations are not going to stop. Just like the devil, the nation is not going to stop being a thorn in your behind. They're not going to stop. But it's up to you to be in the will of the Most High. When you're not in the will of the Most High, guess what? 
the nations can devour you and the nations are controlled by the devil. Uh-huh. Devil is the, pup, the puppet master of all these heathen nations. Okay? So, now Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Most High. And the Most High gave them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. Now, I'm going to say again, in the book of Daniel, it says that um, the, the um, world rulers took over um, the children of Israel. They conquered the children of Israel. However, Egypt wasn't in it. It started at Babylon. Egypt wasn't in it, and all the rest of the mine, uh, well, the minor nations was, um, wasn't in it. Because these other nations took over for hundreds of years and put the children in bondage. Okay, we also got to understand that when the children's not listening, they're not in the Most High's word, the Most High allows the other nations to put them in bondage. 20 years, 8 years, 15 years, 12 years, and they've been in bondage for a very long time. I already told you before, look, do a little bit of homework and find out how long um, these particular people been in bondage and to whom you're re uh, as I read it to you and you're meditating on it and reading it for yourself. Cause I encourage you to get your Bible out, honey, get your Bible out, get it out. Cause I'm reading straight from the Bible, get it out. So um, you'll see that these people been in bondage to everybody, everybody for years. That's all their whole life consisted of that. And that's why the Most High have been punishing them since the beginning. Now, the book of Genesis, they went in bondage to Egypt. Exodus, they came out. Okay? Numbers and Deuteronomy gives you the information about how many people there were and what um, lines of the nation it was. And then, um, which one was it? Deuteronomy, judge it. No, it's something after Deuteronomy. They was in bondage and then um, coming in and out. And now we're in um, judges and they're in and out. In and out, in and out. That's how it's going to continue to be. The children of Israel in a bondage, out of bondage, in, out, in, out. That's why I said um, they messed up from the beginning and they did. And we all got to suffer from the sins of our fathers. We do. But so does the rest of the world. The rest of the world did not suffer for the sins of their fathers yet because we are still in Jacob's trouble. Understand that. So I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm just letting you know. So like I said, the children of Israel showed they behind again. And the Most High gave them into the hands of the Philistines for 40 years. So they was in bondage for 40 years at the hands of the Philistines. And the Most High was right there just letting it happen. Okay. When I say these things, think about the stuff if you have kids. Think about your kids not listening to you. I mean, they determine not to listen to you. And they do stuff and then they get into trouble and you just sitting there going, I told you that. I told you not to do that. Yeah. Think of that. Now we're on um, Judges 13, 2 through 7. It says the angel appears to Manoah's wife. Now, many people who 
are familiar with the scriptures, have gone to church or whatever it is, knows the story of Samson and Delilah. The heathens tried to say it was a wonderful love story and all that, but it really wasn't because Samson wasn't supposed to be messing with nobody outside of his nation. I'm going to give you the real. But if anybody knows the uh, or believes to know the history of Samson, this is where we are now. So I'm getting ready to let you know what happened to Samson. So, and the whole the whole life of Samson is not in 13, 14, 15. Okay, we will keep reading on and then um, at a point, it will move on to somebody else. So we in Samson, which is a popular story that people choose to light up. <laughs> so we can ready to fix it right now. So um, two and seven. And there was a certain man of, I'm gonna say this too, Remember, the names have been changed. The names have been changed. The, the name of Samson is not Samson. And I'm going to let you know it in a minute. And there was a certain man of Zora, of the family of the Danites, which is Dan, one of the lines of the children of um, Israel, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren, meaning infertile, and they didn't have any children. And the angel of the Most High came down to the woman and said, you are infertile and you don't have children, but you shall conceive and give birth to a son. So be careful not to drink wine or any other intoxicating drink and don't eat anything unceremonially clean. Okay, so this is what the angel of the Most High came to, um, the wife of Manoah. And um, told her that you're going to have a son. Now. There were quite a few. Um, chosen, I would just say. Chosen or ordained children that came into this world that had a purpose. So the Most High did ordain a lot of them. He ordained Yeshua. He ordained Samson. He ordained um, Miriam, who is Yeshua's mother. He ordained um, Abraham. Yes. And Isaac. There's a lot of um, prophecies of them before they even came in. People just think that it's just the prodigal son that was just ordained to come in and do a certain work. But no, it wasn't. Uh, it's those people I named and probably a couple of more. But the, since I can't remember them off the top of my head because I'm focusing this, I'm just letting you know. But just know, Abraham, Isaac, um, Miriam, who they call Mary, and her name was not Mary, Miriam, um, uh, Moses, um, and um, um, Shimshon, and that's, they changed Shimshon's name to Samson. His name is Shimshon. These children were foreordained. Uh-huh. Even Yachanah um, was foreordained, too. So understand that they didn't just come and, oh, all of a sudden they got this. No, the Most High did this before the foundations of the world. That's how I need you to understand how perfect and calculated the Most High is in a good way. He did this in his foreknowledge before the foundation of the world. The Most High is not playing. I already told you I did a lesson. I knew you, be I knew you before you came about. I knew you before you came here. I knew you. Go to that lesson. Okay. The Most High know all of this stuff that's going down, honey. 
All right. So um, the angels tell Manoah's wife, don't eat or drink nothing that's unclean. You shall receive, excuse me, you shall conceive and give birth to a son. He's pro uh, proclaiming the son. Um, and no razor shall cut his head for um, the boy shall be a Nazarite and that's dedicated to the most high from birth. And he shall begin to rescue the children of Israel from the hands of the Philistines. I'm going to say something about that in a minute. Um, then the woman went and told her husband. Okay. Let me say this. There's going to be a part when it says something about locks. Now, I didn't already told you. We didn't come up to it yet, but I didn't already told you. The whole world was melanated. Mm -hmm. The people who was capturing the children of Israel at that time, melanated. Everybody melanated. Who got locks? And I'm not playing on words because people say, oh, locks of hair, golden blonde hair. No, these was real locks. Leave any melanated person that leave their hair the way it is and don't do nothing to it. What will happen to it? They'll lock up, right? Samson was melanated. His mama was melanated. His daddy was melanated. Dan was melanated. All the uh, patriarchs melanated. Okay? Understand that. Just let me know. Because we're going to get to the point when they color cutting the locks. Okay? If they, if they didn't mean locks, they would have just said hair. Okay? All right. So um, the woman went and told her husband. Um, that an angel came to her and he's questioning her and she's saying, um, I didn't ask where he came from and he didn't tell me his name. She's talking to her husband, but he said, you shall conceive and give birth to a son and you shall not drink wine or any other intoxicating drink or drink anything unclean for the boy shall be dedicated to the most high from birth to the day of his death. Okay. Now we on um, eight through 14, which says the angel appears to Manoah. So the angel went to the wife first and then he's gonna go to Manoah, which is in the tribe of Dan. Okay, now I'm reading eight through 14. Um, let me just say something first. In this scripture, what I just told you, the, um, the child shall be a Nazarite of the most high from his birth to the day he dies. The, um, in the Sifa, it says Nazir. And Nazir means dedicated to the Most High in Hebrew. So they took that out and put Nazarite in there. Remember, I'm in the Amplified. I told you change, uh, words change and the whole thing changes because when you say Nazarite, you think of the place. But it's really not. It's Nazir, meaning dedicated to the Most High. How does the devil fool the world? Semantics. Wordplay, changing of the words. That's how the devil fools the world. And he got you thinking something else. I'm moving on. Then Manoah pleaded with the Most High and said, Please let the angel you sent come again and teach us what we're supposed to do with the child when he's born. The Most High listened to the voice of Manoah. And the angel of the Most High came down to the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. So the woman ran and told her husband, 
And um, the man came to me the other day, has appeared to me again. She's told her husband, the man who came to me is here again. Then Manoah got up and followed his wife. And they came to the man, who was the angel, and said, are you the man that spoke to this woman? And the angel said, I am. And Manoah said, when your words come to pass, what shall we do with the boy in terms of um, his um, life? How is he supposed to uh, move forward and create a life for himself? Meaning, um, how is he going to take care of himself when he get born? What do you want us to do to rear him in that direction? And the, most, um, the angel said um, to Manoah and his wife, the woman must pay attention to everything that I said to her. She may not eat anything that comes from the vine or drink wine or any other intoxicating drink, nor eat anything unceremonially clean. Uh, excuse me, unclean. She shall observe everything that I commanded her. So he wants, um, the angel wants them to, to listen to everything he said in regards to um, the conception of Shimshon, who they call Samson, and how he's going to be reared once he come into the world. And Manoah said to the angel, oh, I'm sorry. Now I'm on um, Manoah's sacrifices, whereby the angel is discovered. Now they don't know it's the angel. They just think it's a man that just came in. And I'm, let me just stop there and say, there's angels that walk on the earth with us. It says it in the scriptures. That's why it says be good to everybody because you could be entertaining angels. There are angels that walk this earth. Just like there's devils that walk this earth. They have to inhabit a body. I already told you, no spirit can be, well, they are here, but they're in a different dimension on this physical plane. In order for you to see them, and I'm not talking about seeing their silhouette. I mean by their actions. You, They got to perform an action. Do righteously or do wickedly. That's how you can tell. Anyway. Um, 15 through 23, like I said, um, Manoah gives a sacrifice and the angel is um, discovered. So when Manoah said to the angel, now remember, Manoah doesn't know it's the angel yet. Please let us prepare a young goat for you. Um, and the angel said to Manoah, um, you know, they want him to wait so that they could prepare a goat. Now, you know, that takes a while. You got to get the gold, you got to kill it, you got to skin it, you got to, well, take the hair off, then skin it, and you got to hook it up and all this other stuff. That takes a long time. So they want him to wait there until they do all of this. And he says, um, I'll wait, but I'm not going to eat your food. But if you prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Most High. For Manoah did not know that this was an angel of the Most High. Manoah said to the angel, what is your name? So that um, when all of this comes to pass, we can honor you. The angel told him, you're not going to honor me. Why, why would you want to know my name? Because my name is a secret. All right. Um, so Manoah took the goat as a meat offering. And he offered it on a rock to the most high. And the angel did wondrously which means that the angel performed a miracle. And Manoah and his wife looked on. But when the flame went up toward heaven to the altar, the angel ascended in the altar flame. See, 
Let me just stop that right there. You see the Most High said that he only showed the children of Israel his miracles. There you go. I'm sorry for my cat crying. She wants my husband to rub her. <laughs> so, okay. So Manoah and his wife looked on. For the flame went up toward heaven from the altar. The angel ascended into the altar flame and Manoah and his wife saw this and they fell on their faces to the ground. One twenty-one. The angel did not appear again to Manoah or his wife. Then Manoah knew that this was the angel of the most high. Me too. So Manoah said to his wife, we will certainly die because we have seen the most high. But his wife said to him, if the most high had desired to kill us, he would not have we wouldn't, he would not have received a burnt offering from our hands, nor would he have shown us all these things. I told you, showing the children of Israel all the miracles, nor um, would he have announced such things as these at this time. So what is happening here? The wife who sent was sent word that she's going to conceive a son is Letting her husband know and understand the Most High is not mad at us. The Most High just gave us a blessing because her husband thinks they're going to die because they just saw this miracle. But do you see the ignorance of it all? I'm not saying he's stupid, but do you see the ignorance? You see how man is taking stuff upon himself to think all these different ways? Why would he think after the, the angel came down and said, you can make it blessed? You know, I'm going to bless you. Okay, y'all say y'all want to do a sacrifice, sacrifice it to the most high. It went up. The angel went up with it. The most high accepted it, accepted it. Where in your mind would you believe that the most high is going to kill you? Where? Yet the man, Manoah, is saying this. And his um, other half, who is more sensible, saying, no, he would not have done all of these wonderful things if he was going to kill us. This is how important a wife is to the husband. A, a wife is a treasure to her husband. The scriptures say, what the scriptures say, baby, about the husband and wife? He who has a wife has a good thing. Okay, that's what the scriptures say. So this Manoah's wife is a good thing. She getting blessed with Shimshon, who they call Samson. They just gave a, 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 um, a sacrifice to the most high. The Most High accepted it. The angel went into the sacrifice, went up. A child. They being shown some miracles. Face to face, they saw it. Okay? So the wife of Manoah is assuring him, no, we're not going to be killed. We blessed. Praise your hallelujah. He who has a wife has a good thing. Okay? God. All right. So now we're on um, verses 24 and 25. And this is when Shimshon who they call Samson, is dead. I mean, excuse me, is born. Now, I want to say this. I want to say this. I already told you that your name, name changing is important. And I did a lesson on what's in a name. It's a very important lesson. Please go to the platform library and listen to it because it's relevant to today. When the children of Israel was transferred over here in ships and in bondage, all their names was changed by the heathen. 
when the Most High is dealing with somebody, the Most High will change your name, like Avram to Abraham, Sarai to Sarah. The Most High will change it. The person who um, usually changes the name is a somebody of power, who is the Most High, or somebody who conquered you, which is the Hebrew, and they'll change your name. Even some um, some heathen nations, a term of endearment is to change your name. Like they just say um, Michael, your name is Michael. What they will do? Oh, hi, you my friend. Hey, can I call you Mick? No, you cannot. You could call me Michael, which is my mother named me. That's a term of endearment to them. Number one, it's a position of power to conquer somebody, break them down, and change their name. It's, it goes um, wickedly and righteously, the name change. So right now is wicked because they took Shimshon that was in the original scriptures and they named him Samson. Does the devil not fool the world? I'm going to move on. 24 and 25. And the woman gave birth to a son and named him Shimshon. That's the real name. But they say Samson. Remember, I'm reading from the Amplified, but I also have the Sifa. And the Sifa says Shimshon. That's his real name. And just, let, just to let you know, Solomon, that's not the real name either. So whoever's calling on the name of Jesus, don't be surprised if an earth pig comes to you. Don't be surprised. Because Yeshua is Yeshua. Just letting you know. Anyway. The woman gave birth to a son and named him Shimshon, who they call Samson, but it's Shimshon. And the boy grew and the Most High blessed him. And the spirit of the Most High began to stir him at times. Okay? And I'm going to tell you this. What that means is the Most High is calculated. I already told you. So one of the judges who's going to be Shimshon there has to be certain situations set up for the Most High to show that miracle that he can raise his stuff down to the ground. So certain scenarios have to be set up. So that's why it says the spirit of the Most High began to stir him at times. Okay? Um, when he came in the camp of Dan between Zora and Esterol. Now, he was in a particular place, and a certain scenario went down so that Samson could show you that he will whoop you behind if you're going to keep playing with him, okay? And that's coming up. Now we're in chapter 14. And 1 through 5 says, Samson desires a wife from the Philistines. Now, let me stop this. Remember I said the Most High is going to be stirring him up. A scenario is going to be presented, the most high, presented a scenario, Samson goes in and starts tearing stuff down. But I'm going to tell you this, the most high told the children of Israel, all the children of Israel, every last person of the children of Israel, don't mess with nobody outside your nation. Uh -huh. That's what he said. And nobody listened. Because again, Samson going to be running after some, ooh, I was about to say something. <laughs> It was going to roll off my tongue. Woo, praise y'all. <laughs> Woo. My. He about to, Samson is about to mess with somebody outside the nation. Oh, my goodness. Just that fancy was about to get out of my mouth. Woo. Excuse me. 
me. Oh, thank you, Father. I didn't come out. Ooh. Oh, my. I will say heifer. Sorry. I have to apologize, even though you didn't hear me. Oh, my gosh. Praise y'all. I didn't come out. Ooh. Okay. So we read one through five. Samson. Now nah, he's growing. Samson, Samson went down. Wait, let me sit. Of the scenario for you. Remember, they in bondage to the Philistines. So that means they living among them, just like now. We living in the uh, land of our captivity. So the children of Israel was living in the land of their captivity from the Philistines. Uh -huh. So Samson went down to Timnah and he saw a woman, one of the daughters of the Philistines. So he went back and told his father and his mother, listen to this nonsense. And I saw a woman in Timnah, one of the daughters of the Philistines. Now I want you to get her for me as a wife. Child. But his parents said to him, is there not a woman from your own, from the daughters of Zion, your own brethren that you could take for a wife? And not these uncircumcised heathens of the Philistines? Samson said to his father, get her for me because she looks pleasing to me. Now, stop there. <laughs> why, oh, why do the children of Israel, the sons of Zion, keep going to the hoes outside their nation? I don't understand. So he still want his mother and father to go get this Philistine for him. I'm going to say this too. The term Philistine is a derogatory term that's used today. People could just say, you Philistine. If you know the excuse me, history of the Philistines, you will see they were like barbarians. So that is a, a lot of people who know the, know the history and who are intelligent enough to say that. Because usually when you say that to somebody and they don't know, they don't think nothing of it. But it, it really is a byword. It's, a, it's an insult. Okay, because of the history of the Philistines. Just letting you know that he's going to a heathen. He want a heathen woman. Just letting you know. So his father, um, he says to his father, go get her for me because she's pleasing to me. He's lusting after her. Uh -huh. His father and the mother did not know um, that it was from the Most High. I already told you, the Most High set up a scenario so he could tear those Philistines up. So this, he's, uh, um, how can I say this? I can't say possession because the most high made all of us. Um, he's playing chess and he's playing it through Samson, I would say, because the most high is setting up scenarios. I already told you the most high stirs him up in times um, around the Philistines. So certain things could happen and he could tear them up. That's why. So um, this was from the most high that he asked that. Um, and that he was seeking an occasion to take action against the Philistines, the most high, set up the scenario. Now, at the time, the Philistines were ruling over Yasharel. We already know that because they was ruling over them for 40 years. Samson went down to Timnah with his father and his mother to arrange this union. And they came as far as the vineyards, the vineyards of Timnah. And suddenly a young lion came roaring toward Samson, his mother, and his father. The spirit of the Most High came upon Samson, which is Shimshon. I'm going to use it interchangeably so you know it's Shimshon. Came toward the mother, the father, and Shimshon. 
and Shimshon tore that line apart mm -hmm. with his bare hands. Okay? He tore it apart like it was nothing. And he held it in his hand and he didn't tell his father and his mother what he done. So they was all um they was all walking. Here come a lion. He went and was fighting with the lion and ripped it to shreds. Now I don't even know if his mother and father knew how strong and powerful he was. Because it doesn't say that the angel told them how strong he was gonna be. But he was. Okay, and he didn't tell his mother and father what he'd done. He went down and talked with the woman. So, you know, they went down and spoke with the heifer that he likes. And I'm calling her a heifer because the scriptures say that she that she's a heifer. That's why. He went down and talked with the woman and she looked pleasing to Shimshon. When he returned to take her, and when he returned later to take her, he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion that he killed. Because he went down there, I guess they stayed down there for a little while, and then it was a carcass of the lion because, you know, it decayed and did whatever. So it doesn't say how long they've been down there, but when he's going back, it's been, it been a while because the carcass of the lion was there. So um, at that time, when he saw the carcass of the lion, a swarm of bees um, was in the carcass. And they were making honey. Okay. And they was inside the carcass of the um the lion. So he scraped the honey out into his hands and went on, eating as he went. When he came to his father and his mother, he gave some of the honey to them from the body of the lion. Now, I'm going to tell you this. One of the laws is that you're not supposed to be touching dead things. What did Samson do? Samson went into a dead carcass and took honey and then he gave it to his mother and father. Is that not what Eve did? You see the nonsense? Samson knew better. He ain't supposed to be eating no abominable things. He ain't supposed to do none of that. What did he do? What did the most I, what did um, the most I Send the angel down to tell um, Manoah's wife. You see what Samson did? You see the nonsense? He didn't even think twice about giving him something from a dead carcass. The nonsense of it all. You see how subtle it is? It's sad. Anyway, we're on um, 10 and 11. His father went down to the woman and Shimshon prepared a feast. But it was customary to do that. Then the people saw him. They brought 30 companions as wedding attendants to be with him. Now, remember, they hit down here with the Philistines. Now we're on 10 and 11. Samson's, married, Samson's marriage feast. Already did that. Um, 12 through 18. Samson said to them, the people who was at the wedding, I will now ask you a riddle. If you could tell me what it is within seven days of the feast and solve it, I will give you 30 linen tunics, meaning he'll give him um, 
you know, the garments that they wore back then, and 30 changes of clothing. But if you're unable to tell me, then you shall give me 30 linen tunics and 30 changes of clothing. And the people who was there at the feast said, ask your riddle that we may hear it. And he said to them, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. And they could not solve the riddle for three days. Now, there's what, this is when the crap come, comes down. Let me point out something else, too. Samson is gambling. He's betting. Okay? Even though that's not a sin, he's doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. Just letting you know. Now we on, um, oh, we still, we still from 12 to 18. Okay. Um, 12 to 18, the riddle by his wife is made known. Now, let me say this. This is how important, this is how important it is to stay in your own nation. I'm going to read it. <clears throat> the fourth day. They said to Samson's wife, remember, she's a Philistine. Persuade your husband to tell us the answer of the riddle or we will burn you and your father's house with fire. So the Philistines is telling their Philistine, daughter of the Philistines, tell us about your Yasharel, um, your Yasharel husband's um, riddle so that we can get those 60 tunics. And if you don't tell us, we're going to burn your house down. You see how they don't care about their own people? They say, if you don't tell us, we're going to burn y'all down. Okay? Have you invited us to make us poor? This is what the Philistines is telling um, Shimshon's wife, who is a Philistine. Have you invited us to make us poor? Is this not true? So Shimshon's wife went to him and cried and said, you don't love me. You have asked my countrymen a riddle and you haven't told me what the answer is. And he said to her, listen, I haven't even told my mother or father. So why should I tell you? Now, right there is contention because she as a Philistine is dedicated to her Philistine people. And he is supposed to be dedicated to Yasharel. But when this Yasharel is marrying this Philistine or whoever it is outside their nation, the woman or the man or whoever wants you to go with the heathen nation and not with Yasharel. You see how this is coming out, come playing itself out? This is why the Most High said, don't go to um, other nations, don't go to females or males, to other nations because they worship devils. You see the lust of um, getting to um want to know the answer to the riddle so that they could get all of the uh the cloth and all that stuff from sam shimshon samson i really said but you know shimshon so shimshon's wife was crying crocodile tears who do the crocodile tears who does the crocodile tears okay for seven days she was crocodile tearing <laughs> while the feast lasted and on the seventh day, he told her the, the riddle. He told her the answer to the riddle because she kept pressing him so hard and crying to break it out. Oh, you need to tell me. Oh. Yeah. So he told her. 
that she read and told her Philistine countrymen what the answer was. I, she stabbed Samson in the back, which it ain't really a stab in the back, because if you already know a snake is a snake, why would you bring the snake home? Yeah. Anyway, she told her countrymen the answer. So the man of the city went to Shimshad on the seventh day before sundown, and they said this, what's sweeter than honey? What's stronger than a lion? And he said to them, if you had not, listen, listen, listen to what I'm going to say to you. This is verse 17 of chapter 12. I mean, chapter, um, excuse me, chapter 14, verse 17. This is what Shimshon said to the heathens that um, know the answer to the riddle because his wife told him, listen, it says, if you would not have plowed with my heifer, he calls my heifer. If you would have not plowed with my heifer, you would not have solved my riddle. Did Samson know that this heifer was a heifer? Then the spirit of the Most High came upon Samson, who was Shimshon, mightily, and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of those um, Philistines and took their gear and gave the changes of the clothes that he took and gave it to the um, gave it to the Philistines and his anger burned and he went to his father's house and but Shimshon's wife was given to his companion one of his friends now you see what the heathens do he was matched the heifer was married to Shimshon Right after they marriage, the, her father took her and gave her to somebody else. Where they do that at? Where? This is the nonsense. Okay, so, uh, but Shimshon's wife was given to his companion, one of his friends. Okay, who has been his friend. Uh, the nonsense of it all. Okay, so this is what the heathens do, whatever they want to. Do thy will. That's what the that's the devil's mantra. So that's what they do. No discipline, no integrity, nothing. No long suffering, no love, no respect, nothing. That's what the devil's people do. You will know them by their fruits. Yeshua said. Okay. So now we're on the last chapter, which is fifteen. Okay, um, verses one and two, Samson is denied his wife. Now he's still going back to this heifer. After he didn't call to a heifer, after she ratted him out, child, who, what kind of relationship is that? Dysfunctional. Now, after a while, in the time of the wheat harvest, Shimshon went to visit his wife with a young goat. And he said, I will go into my wife in her room. But her father would not allow him to go in. Her father said, I really thought that you hated her. Listen to the nonsense. Listen to the nonsense. Your own brethren hate you. Okay? I hate. I thought that you hated her. So I gave her to your friend. Is her younger sister not more beautiful than she is? Please take her for your wife instead. The nonsense of it all. So Samson, let's this, this, this get this. Samson met a heifer from the Philistines. He married her. 
she ratted him out and wanted him to get killed and 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 whatever else. He went and tore somebody else up to give them the garments because they solved the riddle that they tortured um, his wife by threatening her. And then he goes his way, she go her way. Her father gives her to Samson's friend. And now Samson wants to come back to her. And then the father said, you can't have her, but take her younger sister. The nonsense of it all. The nonsense of it all. Now I'm on uh, verses three and five, three through five. And it says, Samson said, this time I shall be blameless in regard to the Philistines when I do them harm. Samson went and caught 300 foxes and took torches and turning the foxes tail to tail, he put a torch between each pair of the tails. When they had set the torches ablaze, he let the foxes go into the standing grain of the fullest of the Philistines, and he burned up the heap of sheaves in the standing grain, along with the vineyards and the olive groves. A mess. Hold on. Okay. Now I'm on six. Then the Philistines said, who did this? And they were told, Shimshon, the son-in-law of the Timnite, because he took uh, Shimshon's wife and gave it to the friend at the wedding feast. Mm -mm -mm. So the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire. So you see what the Philistines did since Samson went Samson got mad because the Philistine, his Philistine's white father gave him to his friend. He burned down all of their food. The Philistines came out and said, who did that? They told him. So they went to the Philistine house who um, Samson married and burned her and the father. A mess. Seven and eight. Shimshon said to them, if this is the way you act, be certain that I will take revenge on you. And only after that, I will stop. So he taking his vengeance, honey. He is going in. Then he struck them without mercy, a great slaughter. And he went down and lived in the cliff of the rock of Etam. So he started tearing all of them up. And then he ran off. A mess. 9 through 13. And the army of the Philistines came up and camped in the territory of Yahuda. The men said, the, oh, excuse me, the men of Yahuda said, why have you come against us? And they answered, we came to bind Samson, who was Shimshon, in order to do this to him as he has done to us. Then 3,000 men of Yahuda went down to the cleft of the rock of Etam, and said to Shimshon, have you not, have you not known that the Philistines are ruling over us? Remember, they, we embodied to these idiots. What is this that you've done to us? And he said to them, as they had done to me, so have I done to them. This is Shimshon saying to yeah, the, uh, the children of Yahuda, the line of Yahuda. They said to him, we 
have to come down and bind you so that we may hand you over to the Philistines. And Shimshon said to them, swear to me that you won't kill me. They said to Shimshon, we will not kill you. We'll only bind you securely and place you into the hands of the Philistines, but we will not kill you. So they bound him up with the ropes and, um, and brought him from the rock of Etan. Verses 14 through 17. He kills them with a jawbone. This is Shimshon. Um, when he came up from Lehi, this is Shimshon, the Philistines came shouting to meet him. And the spirit of the Most High came on Shimshon. Wait. The Most High is playing chess, honey. He ain't playing. Oh, my goodness. They trying to rush Shimshon. And what he about to tear them up? All right. And the spirit of the Most High came on Shimshon mightily. And the ropes on his arms fell off him like flax, which is linen, like a little linen cord that had been burned and his hands and his bonds dropped off. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey. So it was a dead donkey. He took the jawbone and he reached out his head and took it and killed a thousand men with it. Now he was, can you imagine that? Beating a thousand men with a jawbone of a donkey and killing it. That's how strong this man was. He started going in. Now, let me just put a little pen in that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to it, but let me put a pen in that. Did anybody ever see this movie? Ooh, I forgot the name of the movie. Babe, you know the name of the movie when um it was Tom Hanks and that big black guy? It was the big black guy who um they were saying, this man said he killed the two little girls. Yeah. Was it the Green Mile? Was it the Green Mile? I'm going to say it's the Green Mile, but I could be wrong. But it's Tom Hanks. He was a, um, a warden in the prison. And it was that big black guy who just passed away a few years ago. He was real big. And everybody looked at him and was scared of him, but he was a gentle giant. Now, this, that's what I think of. People was cowering down to Shimshon. Charlie took that... Um, he took that... Um, that, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan played that part. He took that um, jawbone and started tearing people down to the ground with it. You got to see that movie. That was really good. Anyway, so let me read it again. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey and he reached out his hand and took it and killed a thousand men with it. And Shimshon said, with the jawbone of a donkey, heaps on heaps. Mm. Okay. With the jawbone of a donkey, I have struck down a thousand men. Then he finished speaking and threw the jawbone from his hand, and he named that place Ramoth Lehi, Hill of the Jawbone. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> okay. Um, Verses 18 through 20. The Most High makes a fountain in Hakkar for him at Lehi. 
Um, then Samson was very thirsty and he called out to the most high and said, let me just stop. Samson knew his power. Samson understood that he was a blessing from the most high. Samson knew the most high was with him and for him. Samson knew this. Even though he was doing stuff, he, would, he had no business. Samson knew that the most high was with him. He knew. Okay. So he's calling out to the Most High and said, you have given this great victory through the hand of your servant. And now am I to die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised heathens? This was he saying to the Most High. So the Most High split open the hollow place that was in Lehi and water came out of it. Then Shimshon drank, okay? His spirit, which is his strength, returned and he was revived. Therefore, he named it In Atilk Quarry. That's what it says in the um the um FIFA, because um this other name in Hakor is from the Amplified, and that's not what it was. It's in Hak. Quarry or core. E-Y-N dash That's what it was called. Okay. Um, and his strength returned and he was revived. And therefore he named it what I just said. Meanings um, spring which is calling. That's what it means in Hebrew. Which is at Lehi to this day. And Samson, which is Shimshon, the real name is Shimshon, judged Yasharel in the days of the occupation of the Philistines for 20 years. So uh, Shimshon was the judge who put his foot down on the Philistines' neck and corrected the children of Israel for 20 years. Now, this is not it for Shimshon. This is just the beginning. But that's chapters 13, 14, and 15. I am finished with, <clears throat> excuse me, hold on. That lesson for today, I hope that you enjoy your Shabbat. I also want you to know too that this is the last day of the year. I will be um, uploading a little chat just to give you some information regarding, um, you know, just my my summarization for 2022, going into 2023. I just want to do a little chat with you. And that will be the last lesson of the year, 2022. So with that, I say, enjoy the rest of your week and Shabbat Shalom. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is 
you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.